the Hunger Games. Now, I've extolled the virtues of Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's probably the brightest female star of her age group that they will see in this generation. I thought she deserved an Oscar for Winter's Bone, and I thought that that was the most impressive uh, film of the year. I was I actually ended up, after watching it a few times, thinking it should have walked off with best direct, best certainly best director, uh, and maybe even best picture, and certainly best actress and probably best supporting actri- actor as well for the guy that plays her uncle, Jessup. Uh, very memorable film. And then she appeared in the X-Men First Class last year and went from playing this very sort of stoic and courageous and inner, you know, one of these people with this great inner silence and strength and who the whole weight of the world's problems were on her shoulders and she didn't even feel it, um, to this very sort of coquettish uh, young girl dealing with her sexuality and the fact that she was a, an ex-person with uh, powers and could change. And she inhabited both very different roles um, with ease. And now she signed on to the, the two of the biggest franchises going. She's uh, due to appear in another X-Men film and The Hunger Games, which is apparently the post-Twilight sensation i know nothing about it um i've still never seen a second of twilight werewolves in jumpers and i will never see it either um but apparently it's much better than the twilight movies and i saw the film the hunger games from the first of the trilogy uh which has been released for a good few weeks now and has set an enormous uh total at the box office getting up to 570 million so far and it's apparently the highest grossing female lead film ever and they went through the number of top 200 films that have a female lead character and there was even none or one it was quite astonishing even the aliens movies which is something that she's getting compared to in this film as uh, as being the most prominent and heroic uh, female character in the movie since uh, ripley since sigourney weaver became ripley in the alien franchise uh, which were pretty good films all the way through, actually. Um, not, maybe not the third one, but the rest of them were, I thought, were really good. Um, I thought this was very good. It's um, It's been compared to a lot of strange reference points. One of them's obvious, Twilight, and there's now a battle online between The Hunger Games and Twilight, so go Hunger Games, down with Twilight, and between Kirsten Stewart and Jennifer Lawrence. Well, there's only one winner there, as one of them's a brilliant actor, uh, actress uh, and the other one isn't um, and it's uh, it's set in this dystopian future where it's a film that's been you know the, the premise of it's been done a few times it's set in a dystopian future where there's one big capital city and there's 12 satellite poor nations or poor towns and the poor towns have to provide a male and female sacrifice a young couple who will go and fight in this arena until one of them is left standing and the whole notion is it is something that will distract the masses and give them something to hope for as well as punishing them for a previous uprising now i have to say right off the bat that i don't fall for the premise and that's quite a big thing it just never makes any sense to me why any future society no matter how totalitarian would choose to force each district to provide two young people to kill themselves every year it seems a really strange notion but it does serve a purpose in this in this context and they do make good use of it it's certainly not a dumb film it's it's clever in areas i didn't expect it to be um it's still a little on the teenage side uh and that's disparaging comment to teenagers but it's um it it could be cleverer in all the way through 
Um, but it's certainly uh, got some um, subtlety to it I didn't expect, particularly in the human relationships. There's a really good relationship in it between Jennifer Lawrence and... Uh, is it Liam Hemsworth who plays the guy that's um, chosen alongside her to fight in these Hunger Games? And he's besotted with her, and she had no idea, and she's got a fella at home anyway. And the two sort of fall together throughout the movie, but, they, but there's a really interesting subtext, which is you can tell they both realise that it's benefiting them because the whole Hunger Games are broadcast throughout the world, or that, that particular world, and they're actually benefiting their own cause by becoming this cause celeb couple throughout this throughout the tournament uh, and it's all these subtleties that creep in where Jennifer Lawrence's character is sort of allowed to be feminine and then sort of very um, she's she's sort of a, a very similar character in some ways to the one she played in Winter's Bone where she's a teenage girl looking after the whole family where the mother's useless and the and the children are too young to look after themselves it's not a dissimilar setup because there's no father again the mother's essentially not helping that much and she is left to do the breadwinning and feed everyone and all of this sort of stuff which is a real I guess the people directing or producing this must have seen uh, Winter's Bone and immediately knew they had their actress it's good it's too long uh it's 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 as many movies are it is too long it's not really too slow it is in patches but there's a little bit too much they could have whittled it down it's got some very interesting ideas but the biggest criticism I would have for it is that in a society which is set in the future where the rich have won and where the poor have to basically be their slaves it had enormous opportunity to reference the modern world and connect with what's been going on over the last decade and it almost deliberately cuts itself off from having taking a social position on that it's closer to being a, a fantasy sci-fi than a commentary on society which i thought would have grounded the movie a little better and made it a little more interesting to watch it's the first of three they've done a great job of, I, I said it's been compared to a disparity of films and uh, one of them's a dark night with people saying that it's you know it's a it's a bleak intelligent um, provoking i don't know that it's that pro- provocative to be honest because it doesn't choose to engage the themes it throws up which are quite challenging anyway and there's some great stuff where um all of the people that are chosen for these Hunger Games, instead of just being some sort of subpar iced tea movie where they're chunked out in the wilderness, have to go through these talk shows and have to build up public support because this is going to end up defining how they're treated once they're in this arena, which is basically a massive forest. Visually, it's very striking, but whoever is in Hollywood describing action sequences, how they should be shot in really shaky vision so you can't understand what's going on or even see it. It deserves to be removed from cinema because it's so, they must spend so much money on these films setting up these action shots. And then you just get this shaky cam, and I don't want to come across like Margaret and David, uh, well, not Margaret, but David certainly, about shaky cam. But it's really infuriating when you've got an action sequence and you're just darting around all the time and you can't actually follow visually what's going on and I don't know why they do it. It's still definitely one of the best of its kind streets ahead of the Twilight movies. Um, I never gave a, a score for Cabin in the Woods but I'm going to give that a 7.5. I'll give this an 8. Um, it's well worth watching 
It's long, um, 142 minutes, so it's approaching the two and a half hour mark. So uh, it is, it is a good film. It's um, and anything really starring Jennifer Lawrence is prominently is uh, well worth a watch. As she absolutely carries the film, and the acting's good in it. All of the supporting cast are good. They subvert. There's been a lot of talk about the feminism in the movie, um, the fact that the male role, the main male character who joins her as her partner in this uh, Hunger Games is sort of like the weaker part. He's not physically as good as she is. She's very good with hunting and fighting and everything else, and he's a much weaker individual. He's a, it subverts a lot of the paradigms about um, you know male and female roles. And there are other people that have been critical about it. So it's thrown up a lot of discussion on the pros and cons of it, on the social commentary or lack of social commentary on feminism or whether it's anti-feminist, which is a good sign in my book. So that's Hunger Games, 8 out of 10.